and hello, hello. Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. Zach here, as always, joined also, of course, as always, by Alex. Alex, how are you hello. doing today? Alex, what I'm kind doing of shoes? good, Zach. Alex, what kind of shoes are you wearing? None, but... Oh, that's even better. Okay, no shoes. Okay. Bestie, I, I can't do this today. I can't with this. Damn, we got to invite Paul Tracy on. You're not wearing shoes. Oh man! Oh Dang. no! He beat, he beat that up quite literally. Um, <laughs> you were um, featured on Paul Tracy's Instagram story. Yeah, we'll talk Little about celebrity. We'll talk, <laughs> we'll talk about that butthead later. Um, we're joined today by a special guest, Kate at Champagne Podium on Twitter. Hello, hello! Welcome to the Gay Racing Podcast. If you want to Hi. introduce. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. Um, if you want to introduce yourself, you know, tell us about you. Um, all, you know, go ahead. Uh, say what you want. <laughs> yeah, hi, I'm Kate. Um, yeah, I'm Champagne Podium on Twitter. Um, Twitter got me with their handle because you can. It has to be 15 characters. It's supposed to be Champagne Podiums, which is a Taylor Swift oh. um, reference. I actually. thought it was just referencing F1. <laughs> no, well, sort of. It works. <laughs> yeah, champagne problems, but make it, you know, F1. Oh, um, but I yeah. love it. Oh. Um, I, I grew up watching NASCAR. Um, like, my family, like, was into it. And then I stopped watching it, I think, about 20, 2012-ish. And I that was when I got into baseball. And I, mm-hmm. that was, you know, like, it. Mm-hmm. Um, I fuck with baseball. Yeah, that was. I mean, when, I like, don't buy fuck with the baseball players. You know, <laughs> that was like when the t- yes, I feel I, that. You know, the Tigers were like really good, and mm-hmm. like that was the year they went to the World Series, and so it was like all-consuming um, for a while. So like, I kind of stopped watching, but like, I was like, kind of like, like I followed like Ryan Blaney and like Penske and stuff like on like social media, and so like I'd watch like the Penske games, and I listened Hell to yeah. um, Glass Case of Emotion. But I just never like really watched. And then in 2018, n- not long after my son was born, I was watching TV and I saw an ad for the Roval. And I was oh, like, this sounds oh God. like this sounds ridiculous. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. Like I wanna watch. This sounds crazy. Like what has happened to NASCAR since I stopped? And watching? you already like, like Blaney. Yeah, like I remember like watching like one of the last races I remember watching before I stopped was the truck race that Blaney won like that was his like first like win. So yeah, so like he was like my guy. And so I was like, you know, I'm gonna watch it. And I think I missed the first half of it. And I turned it on in time to see them like, all miss turn one. Like when I think it was Brad. Oh, when like like Brad, Brad went right into it. Yeah. And I was like, oh my, like, what is this? (laughs) Like what? And so, you know, I watched it and that was, you know, Ryan won at the end with um, Jimmy Johnson and Martin Church Jr. taking them out. And I was like, okay, well I'm back into it. You know, like I got back into it. That's funny. Yeah. It was like, I don't know, like perfect. And I was like, you know what? Cause I had stopped watching because um like long story short my relationship with my dad um deteriorated and so Mm -hmm. I stopped watching because that was like our thing Mm -hmm. and then after that I was like kind of like well like why should I stop watching like it's something I enjoyed past um you know like just with him like I enjoyed it on my own 
And then, you know, I had my son. So I was like, you know, maybe this is something we can, you know, enjoy together. Um, That's really cute. Waiting for, still waiting for that. But because he's going to be a little NASCAR fan one day. I'm hoping he's. I'm hoping. (laughs) Like really unimpressed with it right now. Like (laughs) me too. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) He said, "Not this arrow package." (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's like, um, he'll watch a little bit of F1. It's kind of funny. Um, he'll like he likes to mimic me. Um, and so I didn't realize. Did I swear under my breath when cars spin? But I do, and he uh, pointed that one out for me. So, mm. um, but he's he, he'll like randomly like he has like little observations. Like one time it was like I don't remember what race, but when Lewis like not when Lewis locked up, but like he hit the tire barrier or something, and Merrick was like, "Oh, the car go to sleep." Like, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Cargo sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Oh. So, may you know, there's still potential, but um, yeah. So that's kind of how I got back into NASCAR, and then it was like 2019, because I I kind of watched the end of 2018, but I was like, I'm gonna really start in 2019, you know, with a new season. Um. Right. And so I did, and then like shortly after, I got into Formula One. Um and IndyCar kind of at the same time because um so Formula One was I actually got into it because I I read a fanfic about Formula One and the way she described the racing because it was really it was it was like really racing heavy um was just so interesting and I was like no you know what I'm gonna like I'm gonna watch this and see um and I think the first race I watched um, was, uh, I think it was Spain or Baku, one of those two. And then, but I mean, I've watched ever since. Um, and then for IndyCar, it was just like, well, I'm watching these other two. I might as uh, well, like complete. Yeah. And I, you know, like I'd watch the Penske games and stuff. And so like I already knew Joseph and Will and Simon and um, at the time, Elio. And I was like, okay, yeah, no, this is it. This is like Team Penske is, you know, who I'll, I'm cheering for and mm. um so yeah that's that's me and that's so interesting I watch the, the fanfic part that's so interesting to me um <clears throat> excuse me sorry I was just sick um so and I feel like fanfics they get a bad name because when I like when most people think of fanfics they think of like these like random people in their basement writing about Harry Potter characters doing things to each other that they shouldn't do um yeah <laughs> um but you you write fanfics oh yourself is yeah. that correct yeah yeah uh, I yeah not as much as I used to but yeah I still write um I started when I got back in um into NASCAR I was like I got like an idea and I was like you know I'm just gonna write it I had like no expect. I was like, nobody's gonna read this. Nobody reads mm-hmm. NASCAR fan fiction, <laughs> whatever. So I'm just gonna write this, and like people like started reading it, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, I've really got something here. Um, and so like, I mean, I think I was like looking at my numbers yesterday because I haven't logged onto Wattpad in like months, um, and like my like forced like four big stories have like twenty three thousand reads a piece wow. like that's like crazy that's insane um, oh my god yeah so like yeah they're like they did they did really well um and i've kind of taken a break i burnt i burnt myself out 
writing and so I've kind of taken a break and I'm getting back into it but I've kind of moved more into um formula one just because I don't know that's just more of what I'm into right now and um yeah right sorry I was looking a lot um, to see if I saw don't it. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so, so I was gonna it, ask like which of which of the three series do you think is like your favorite right now? Formula One, like not even like, Easy. I mean, like IndyCar is like really close second, but probably, probably Formula One. Yeah. Um, yeah. IndyCar. It's hard to be a fan of IndyCar because it's like IndyCar doesn't exist outside of the race. It feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like Formula One has like, a, like, yeah. a, like a fandom. And like a definitely... whole YouTube spear like yeah like a like a big like like formula one still has like a really active like tumblr community mm-hmm. whereas like there's not none of the none of that for indycar yeah like five people and, like indycar and then like only one of them makes that's hard YouTube. to come by on tumblr too mm-hmm. yeah like there's some like there's definitely some yeah. that are really trying hard to make indycar a big thing on tumblr and like they go Good job. I always make sure I reblog when I see them. Um, but Formula One definitely, like, especially with like Drive to Survive, like that really kind of created like a like a fandom. Um, and so it, it, you know, it exists and like there's always content and um, which I think is really helpful for the for the sport. And I wish IndyCar could do something to replicate that, but um, you know, probably not anything. it's just so i guess like for some reason there just can't be two big racing series in america i guess like it's just impossible i I don't know why it's so hard i I guess i'm missing something but yeah i don't know yeah i mean i don't know nascar's kind of falling based on the ratings we saw this past weekend and srx is going up after race three and f1's going up too in america yeah so it's really interesting um so kate tell us about one of your favorite fanfics that you've written yeah please i, oh, I, I really, i'm really curious okay okay like, what's going or, or or just okay. any of them in general well, so i'll just start okay so like my favorite fic that i've written and that's it's probably like if anybody listening has read um any like nascar fic or even heard about it um in like a serious context not like oh look at look at this um would be mine that it's called it's called sweet caroline um and that was like by far like my most like popular one at least when i was writing it um and that one is just probably the best like complete piece of work i've written but um it are you looking it up no i was just (laughs) i was reading other ones and this description This description said, Amy and Chase Elliott are best friends, but once tragedy hits Chase's life, will they become more than just friends? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean... There's so many I, Chase I'm Elliott sure. ones. There's oh, so yeah. many. And it's crazy, like, watching... Because, like, I... when Like, I have, like... Like, three that are Ryan... Like, full-length pieces that are Ryan... And then uh, two that are Chase... And after Chase won the championship, like, uh, like from like when he won in November to now, I think my those stories have gained 
like almost I think like eight thousand reads. Wow. Like wow. So like I don't he's like in demand right mm. now, I guess. I don't but yeah, there's a lot of a lot of Chase Elliott. Um but yeah, so sweet Caroline, um it was just like that was like the one story where like I was like, you know, I kind of like had like amassed this following with my first story. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna like write something that like means something. Um and so I wrote and it like it talks about like domestic violence and um like male do- wow. like do that like when the you know the the man is the victim um like emotional abuse and gaslighting oh. and um like okay. therapy going to therapy and like all like I like and like that's just that's what I'm most proud of because like it's the most complete and I've had people like message me and be like you know thank you for writing about that like that you know it really means something to me to see you know something I've gone through like in a you know a story and I can relate and so you know when you like write and even like when you make content like you you want to connect and you want you know um you know people to like feel something with you know what you're um making and like so to know that I did that with that piece was I definitely um, just found one of yours I definitely just did (laughs) But it acts. It looks really interesting, actually. Which which one is it? Only the lonely. Is oh that, yeah, that's yeah. That's Chase. Yeah, that one I wrote. Um, I I wrote it like because for a while Merrick would not take naps without like being held, mm-hmm. and so I wrote that pic <laughs> on my phone while he was napping, and oh so it's God. like rough Aww. and like, but like it was like just I needed something to do, and so it was. But yeah, um, and so a lot of like the earlier stuff is rougher than later stuff just because like the first one I wrote, like that was the first time I had ever written a complete story. And so I've just, I've learned so much just writing from um, like just writing these fics and getting feedback and just like, you know, doing it. And um, so it's like been super worthwhile, but yeah. that's awesome. So, um, yeah, and I was like going through my like libraries to find different fix to talk about because, like, you know, most people think about fix is like, oh yeah, it's you know, doing the you know nasty Cringe. and Cringe. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but not you know not all fix are like that. Yeah, um, I agree. I had I was reading one of my favorite ones and I, it's unfinished, like it's not even near being close, like nearly close to being done, but. Um, one of my favorite ones, like my favorite concepts was about a driver um, who he faked his own death. And like, that one was just so interesting because like, it was like so much, yeah. What? Um, yeah, it was, and it's, I'm so sad because it hasn't been updated since like 2019. Um, See, that's but so it was, cool. Yeah, like that one was really good. Just like the thought that like this author put into like, into all of it because like all like all of like you know like how we got his like train like he like transferred his money into like bank accounts in mexico because it's like like, imagine though because it's like if you have a bad rep for sponsors you could fake your death and then come back as somebody different well he he, yeah no well (laughs) i'm just thinking about it now and left the country like he didn't okay. have a race anymore okay. like he didn't want like oh, okay. the pressure was, was too saying, much and he like, just didn't like it anymore but 
Yeah, no, he like like faked his own. Like, Sorry, was, like, I just took that really to another detailed. level. <laughs> and like, and that one was really good. Um, another one was um, it was actually Chase Elliot is like writing is like kind of like reflecting on the um, 2001 crash. Oh. And that one was really sad. Like, but the one I wanted to talk to you guys about. So it's this, it's like, like a let, like a legend in like Formula One fandom. Um, it is mm-hmm. the second longest piece of work on um, Archive of Our Own. And to my knowledge, it is the third longest written piece ever. Like oh my god! In like all of like literature. Wait, what? Like ever? Yeah, like, and so it's called "Everything <laughs> Changes," and the current word count, which I checked this morning to make sure I had it accurate, is four million nine hundred and fifty-one thousand four hundred and three words. Bro, what? Oh my god! Yeah. I'm checking it out right now. It has four hundred and forty-nine <laughs> chapters. Um, she started writing it in 2014 and like it's still ongoing like she's still like I think she posted a chapter last week like so it's still current that's insane yeah what? and I've read I've read the like first I think like 54 chapters of oh my it God. <laughs> and like like it is it is really good because I was like you know, like, is this good or is this just like word vomit and then posted? Because, you know, I'm, I'm sure I probably could word vomit 5 million words. Would they all be good? Probably not. Um, but it is really, really good. Um, I haven't read past chapter 50, so maybe it all goes downhill, but, um, I've talked (laughs) to people that have read it all and they said like, no, it's like, she maintains this like level of writing through it all it's just is like basically like you know like big novels just all put into one thing That's um, insane. and it's, it's really good and just the sheer like I was like when I first started I was like yeah I'm gonna read like 10 chapters a day like that will be that won't be hard <laughs> I'm like I can like I'm at like a, I can I'm a speed reader I can read like books like a whole book in like two hours. Okay. So I was like, no, this what? is like, yeah, no. Like, How? I, just, I can't even read a book. I can't read. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, it's, I don't know. Like, it's like probably like, it's like a hyper fixation thing. So, like, when I, you know, get into a book, like, I can't do anything else until I finish it. And I'm, but anyway, so I was like, oh, yeah, like 10 chapters a day, that won't be a big deal. It was a struggle. Like it was a struggle to get ten because the chapters are so long, like and just so detailed, and it's, it's just so crazy. And wow, yeah, that's that's it's like, and like if you like talk like because I had like said something about it on Tumblr, like just about it, and it was like everyone's like, oh yeah, like, and it's like kind of crazy too because like she's been writing this since 2014 but like she has no other presence in the fandom like she's not on tumblr she's not on twitter she just writes the story and disappears like nobody knows anything about the author she just chills and watches f1 every sunday yeah and and just wow really like 
loves these characters um yeah i'm like that's some commitment i don't have but like i'm like really impressed and i'm like somebody needs to like contact her and like write something about her because i just want like i have just so many questions Mm -hmm. um (laughs) but yeah it's um it's really like there are some really um because like nascar like fanfic like there's not a lot of people that write it currently yeah um but formula one a lot of people write formula one fic and there are just some really like cool you know like one i read was like it was set in like the 1800s and like they were like the drivers were on like a whaling ship and like it's like that like the thing like with like with fanfic is like it's so like what you can do is so broad um and I really hate that it gets like boiled down to a couple you know like a generalization yeah no yeah the generalization especially like every time like every once in a while like um NASCAR chasm will like post something about and it's like it makes me want to like delete them all because I don't want I don't want my fix to be made fun of because, oh. you know, like I've spent, you know, I've spent a lot of time and, um, you know, I don't have, like, I'm not trying to be like, it's not something to try to be weird about. Like I try really hard to be like really respectful because like, yeah, right. I am like, like the drivers are real people. And I say, I try to be really respectful. Not everybody does. And I don't want to say that like, if even in the NASCAR, yeah. right, you know, thick writers are, because there are some that are like really... yeah they a little thirsty yeah <laughs> um right right so <laughs> it's just something you know i kind of look at it like they're like characters um that are already like established which is really helpful um especially as like a uh like a novice writer um it's nice because like i don't you know i never had to do any like world building which i'm I am terrible at yeah. doing that. So yeah, it that's really, the like, benefits of fan right, fiction because right. like a yeah, lot of like the work's already, done for you. Yeah, and so, and then also too, like you know, there's people willing to re- to read it, and that's like, it's really hard to get mm. people to write to read your work otherwise. Um, and so it's like, yeah, no, these it, like the work is almost like half done for you. Like you know, you yeah, have it's the a good gateway. Yeah, you have the base yeah. for writers and listeners people. or readers. Yeah, yeah, um, hmm. yeah. And I've I've had a couple of people be like, "Yeah, no, like I I started cheering for you know this driver because of you know how they were in your story." Which I'm like, "Well, that's interesting." But yeah, or <laughs> I've had funny. a couple of people like, "Yeah, oh. I've started watching IndyCar because." You know, like you mentioned, like yeah, I have like a a short story that has Joseph in it, and like. You know, like I've had a couple people tell me that, so that's kind of cool. Um, and obviously, like I started watching Formula One because of fan fiction, so like there's definitely power behind it. Um, not right. all, all use it for good, but <laughs> I try to use it for good. Um, yeah, that's that's so cool. Yeah, that's my like I don't know, like claim to fame as I have some popular <laughs> fan fiction out there. I haven't really posted anything in almost mm-hmm. a year but i'm still writing um just a lot slower yeah. now um and i write i have kind of shifted into writing formula one just i don't know it's 
I find it like easier to come up with ideas because with with the drivers um right working on one right now and I told Alex about it but it's like where it's <laughs> I don't it's like all of the drivers it's it's a AU so none of the drivers are drivers but they're all still them um, oh. and they're all funeral oh. directors um and they have like each have like a funeral home and it's <laughs> yeah it's... It, it sounds it sounds cuter when you don't think about the funeral part like she told, yeah, they told me all about it. yeah and i'm um, like yeah so like you know like the part like i don't remember what the names are but they each have names and um mm. it also i guess makes more sense to know that i work in the death oh. care so oh, it's that kind makes of sense. okay yeah so like maybe it's like so you know about it i was so about I to be about like it. they could have been restaurant owners or something <laughs> and like the like kind of premise is like there's the three main ones so you know like a formula one one and then you know indycar and um nascar and then there's a fourth one with like the villain type people from each series that are doing shady things and Christian like who are the villains christian horner is there. um <laughs> I, i'm trying i think it's um steve o'donnell no it's like steve o'donnell looks like a funeral director if i'm honest he does well i they're just drivers um i can't like i think it's like graham ray hall um <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> Graham Ray Hall, uh, um, who's evil on NASCAR? People villainize um, Joey. Like, Mazepin. Um, I can't remember. Oh, so actual I, bad I people. Think, okay. Yeah. Oh, and okay. I think when I started <laughs> writing this, this was before I think I had Kyle Larson lumped in, <laughs> but he was getting his like he was gonna get a redemption arc. I think that was my plan. Aww. Um. I'm trying to there was another Thanks. one I can't I'm yeah um but like the kind of premise is like so they're filming this documentary and it's like an the office style with like the like oh, talking funny. heads and stuff oh, okay. um so it's you know and then like a couple of them figure out that there is some shady business going in this fourth and they have to like figure out how to take them down without taking themselves down um and so that's it's like it's it's like supposed to be comedic it's funny it's like my stab at comedy um and yeah it's and also maybe I work through some of my work stuff through it um but that's really good um, though I like yeah that. it's it's fun um and so I just I've been working on it and uh yeah I think I remember I remember for that one you came to me and was like would joseph say this i don't remember the situation but yeah like, like, would joseph say this i'm like yeah he would well he what would. did he say what did you have him say i, I don't remember what it was I but i, was I like, think would, and i had i was like re and also i think i was asking you like what kind of suit you thought he would wear yeah yeah <laughs> like, i remember that when i like write i had like when i write i have to have some like it has to be in canon and it was like do you think Joseph would wear a designer suit, or do you think he'd wear something from Men's Warehouse? I think that was one of the questions. Yeah, Men's Warehouse. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so that was like one, and there was like one piece of dialogue because it's like the three owners in IndyCar are it's Will Power, 
Joseph Newgarden and Alexander Rossi. And Rossi is like the like embalming, like back back room embalmer that they don't really let out because he and it was like basically Joseph was like, Well, yeah, we just let Alex Alexander embalm because he can't offend a corpse. <laughs> oh my god. And, uh, and it was just, you know, like that kind of, that's the kind of stuff. So it's like, it's meant to be like funny. It's, I don't really talk about like the, the death part of it, yeah. but it's just I kind think, of. Right. I think the only driver that would wear a designer suit would be Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, probably. Like, I don't think all these straight <laughs> men are going to do all that. Um, but Kate, thank you so much for <laughs> that perspective on fanfics. Um, oh yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anything else we have, Alex, for Kate? Um, well, Kate, you are non-binary, right? That is the reason I, I wanted to have you on because it's the this is our last episode for Pride Month. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is this is there anything you'd like to talk about regarding being non-binary? Yeah, and, and the racing community. And... Um, yeah. Yeah, I've um, I have definitely encountered a lot of people that. Um, just like ignore like the pronouns on my profile and just um because there's like kind of I think this idea that like to be non-binary you have to be like an um androgynous yeah you know like whatever yeah um and that's just not like true like I mean like I have long hair like I wear makeup I do present in a more feminine way most of the time um but that doesn't like just because that's how I present that doesn't mean like it doesn't equal like that I'm a woman mm-hmm. and right um and so people like see like my profile picture and they just or or they see that I have a, like a feminine a feminine name right and they just like they don't care right. um and so yeah like I think um non-binary like is you know like I don't think any but like you can take two non-binary people and like they're not the same um right. mm-hmm. it's like a really you know like wide range of um like gender expression and Mm -hmm. um and so that's i think the one takeaway i found in the racing community is most people are really good about it but like if if there's always somebody like yeah she doesn't she thinks there's more than two genders she's yeah like people like society is still like they connect gender to sex so hard and Mm -hmm. it's just it took me a long time to learn about how like expressive gender can be and like Mm -hmm. how wide open it really is when you like sit and actually think about why gender exists and stuff yeah 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 that's and um yeah it's so i try i just kind of ignore people when they do that because it's Mm -hmm. not even worth the time and i wish people would just it's not hard those perspective pronouns it's not hard yeah like um but also like i recognize like some people like there are some people that want to learn but a lot of people just don't care and it's like i'm not going to waste my energy on the people that don't care and i'll just save it for the people that do yeah and also Um, everybody has pronouns people are like i don't have pronouns girl you have pronouns (laughs) what do you mean don't exist (laughs) yeah yeah it's yeah everybody has preferred pronouns even if it aligns with your sex and that's cool like so you know that's cool and good for you yeah Yeah. and so for those of us that don't it's like you know it takes two seconds to look at you know our profile and see you know 
and use it and so yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's like the short version since mm-hmm. we're running out of time right. and yeah um, um to close out where can people find you on wattpad i'm assuming and like wattpad yeah what <laughs> what? Um, yeah, let people know where they can find you on there yeah um so on wattpad i am dash blaney um i and i'll be honest i don't i haven't posted in a while i do have things that eventually i will finish and post um on archive of our own i am formula kate um and then on tumblr i'm on um is champagne podiums and then twitter is champagne podium um but yeah, and if anybody ever wants to talk to me about fan fiction or anything or specifically mine, that's cool. I always love to talk about it. Um, maybe I'm a little mm-hmm. vain, um, but I like <laughs> to talk about it. Um, I love, you know, and if you want to talk to me about your fan fiction, that's cool. I love reading. I love reading it. I read a lot. So yeah, that's, that's my plug. So thank just, you guys for having me. Mm-hmm. Thank you for just coming don't talk on. To- just don't talk to Kate about how Cole Custer and Max Verstappen look alike. Oh my they goodness. They won't like that. Wait a minute, they do. Hold up. They do. No. <laughs> I haven't. But yeah. Oh my goodness. Kelsey I just is wanted to get so that in there. happy. Did she, did Kelsey tell you to do that? No, no. I feel like Cole no. Custer smells like cheese. <laughs> what? <laughs> he just looks like it. He just um, makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Even though he's one of my favorite drivers, he just makes me uncomfortable. I just wanted to get that in there, but... Well, thanks. Thanks for that. Sorry, Cole Custer, if you're listening. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. I still love you. You're one of my favorites, but dang. Even if you smell like cheese. I didn't say he smells like cheese. He looks like he smells like cheese. Oh, he looks like... Okay, but that's the difference. Um, Thanks, Max. Low-key. All right, bye, Kate. Kate's offended. (laughs) So NASCAR was at Pocono. Um, speaking of fan fiction, sure were. I want to write a fan fiction about Alex Bowman eating 48 tacos yesterday, mm-hmm. which apparently that's how they celebrated. Um, shitting his pants. <laughs> um, so we had two races at Pocono. Um, did. Where do I... Obviously... The elephant in the room. Saturday. Um, what the boy. fuck, man? <laughs> you know, and I, listen, as soon as he took the lead from Bowman, I never do this either. I was like on Twitter. I was like, GG, GG, get fucked. Let's go. And you were texting me like, it's over. Good game. <laughs> like, I was you like, cocky G-G. about it. I, was, like, I was fucking cocky. The one time I get cocky. Because I was just feeling it that day. I was like, yep, Kyle Larson, he did it. He's that bitch. Mm-hmm, doing it again. <laughs> he about to get four in a row. I was about to get another winning pot in gay, gay racing fantasy. And then the tire then blows. Tire blew out. Imagine being a tire and not doing your job. What the fuck? <laughs> like, he had to have hit something. People, I, there's no way he just blew a left front. I don't. He had to have hit some sort of debris. You don't point. blow a left There's, front tire. You don't blow it. Like, I don't know if people understand, but like, I mean, unless they put the air pressure too low on it or something. But it's like, 
Uh huh. That's not the tire. That's the tire that's getting the least amount of load on the whole car. I'm pretty sure. If uh, on an mm-hmm. oval, right? So I don't understand. He must have hit something. He had to have hit something. I mean, yeah. It is so a big track. I didn't. I wasn't able to watch the first two stages of that race. I ended up watching all stage three. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Bowman really surprised me being like up there the way he was because Pocono is not really a track where I think of Alex Bowman necessarily. Like, I don't really think of Alex Bowman anywhere. And he just wins. <laughs> like that's, just I, wins. that's his, I think that's the talent of the 48 team. They have been playing the, these races really good. That's a good point. It's kind of like how Matt Kenseth would never really like outright dominate too often, but he would still sneak his way to getting a couple wins like that. Look, I want to see how many laps he's led this year. I'm about to check. He's got to be somewhat up there, but I feel like no? it might not even be triple digits. I'm serious. Like, oh, it. He's just like he's just never there. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Please tell me they have laps led. Uh, Bowman, Bowman. He's 11th in points. Mm-hmm. Okay, 151 laps led. So just over 100. Yeah. In terms of people with wins, that's probably the least amount. But he has three wins. Yeah. Actually, Kyle Busch has less than that. Interesting. Okay, well, that's besides the point. Um. Yeah, like Alex Bowman, he's just kind of... And I constantly want to say he's the weakest link at Hendrick, and then he wins. Every time I think I, that, he wins. Right. I I don't think he's the weakest link. I think he's probably, when like all of Hendrick is on top of their shit, he's probably the slowest one, typically. But I think the nine team's probably still the weakest right now. They're yeah. just not consistent. They don't seem to be that consistent. Yeah, and like, if you look at... um. Shoot, where's the my point standings got all messed up? Hold up, point sta- Who's the lowest in points? I think it's um, not that it matters. I think it is Bowman. It is Bowman because uh-huh. Elliot's like six in points. Um, but for some reason, Elliot, like, I mean, he's only won one race, and mm-hmm. I mean, it is the playoff format, so maybe that's more important than points, but true. Um, but at the same time, I'm just like, does it actually matter? Because like, right. what else could you ask for a Hendrick, from Hendrick Motorsports? They at they, this point, right? They basically went like two months with, like, without losing a race almost. So there's like nothing else think, they can do. I think Rick Allen said it was like 53 days or something since yeah. they didn't win. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, it's been just. This season, it's been Joe Gibbs and Hendrick, really. I mean, Joe Gibbs, mm-hmm. they have, what, six wins? Hendrick has God knows how many at this point, like four, three, one, one. So that's like math, nine. So they won 15 races this year so far, and I think we're like 19. So only four races have not been run by JGR Hendrick. That's insane. That's crazy. I'm thinking for this final four, mm-hmm. it's going to be half Hendrick, half Gibbs. Or three Hendrick, one Gibbs. I think a Penske still slips in there. Mm. Do I know it's one? No. But that I, seems to usually happen. I don't see it. 
I don't think Blaney's consistent enough still, and I don't think Kozlowski's fast enough. It's an I odd number like, year, though, so it's not going to be Logano. I know. It's not going to be like, I, I don't like think Kensky's making it. I feel like Logano would be the best chance, but you're right. Um, I but don't even know. then, he just hasn't been that. In, he hasn't been, I mean, he's been consistent this year. I just haven't seen like the, like the, like, oh yeah, he can right. win. Like, mm-hmm. you know, unless we put dirt on a track, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Um, how did you feel having Kyle Larson lose a race just one week after Joseph lost a race because of the gearbox? Like, it's both like faves back to back. I literally like said that. I've never been that mad, and then I got even madder when it happened. I listen, that hurt. Honestly, mm-hmm. that hurt. It didn't ruin my day. I was just like, what the fuck? It wasn't funny. It just wasn't funny to me. I was just right. like, okay, what the heck, man? Um, but of course. It's the playoff format, so it actually didn't matter anyways, which mm-hmm. is, I guess, a bright side. At least it didn't happen, like... Imagine if that happened in a playoff race. Jesus. Oof. Girl. Like, if he... Like, imagine if he's, like, in a Harvick's position, like, as he was last year, Harvick. Yeah, this year. at Martinsville or something. That could, like, determine if Larson makes it or not, which is thing is, at Martinsville, if that happens at Martinsville, I feel like they can still get back to the line. With the flat true, tire, Lightning true. McQueen style. Or if it happens at Kansas or Texas, even if he, and he doesn't win Martinsville, for mm-hmm. example. But yeah, Saturday's race. Crazy. Saturday's race, I don't really remember that much that happened besides um, like the actual racing in the third stage. I mean, really, at this point, we, t- we talked mm-hmm. about it last week. The NASCAR races for me start in stage three. Um, Sunday was really good. Yeah. I like, like, I didn't stage, vote. Yeah. I didn't vote on Jeff Gluck's bowl, but I would have said yes. Um, the Sunday was good. It it the fuel mileage was great. The I, fuel mileage. It's just like I don't know if it was just the strategy in general, or it's like the fact that it was kind of hard to pass kind of made it interesting. Like it made it. It was intense. kind of. It was kind of well. This is more of race one, but it was kind of like Kansas last year when Larson was trying to get around Bowman. Um, with Harvick and Logano last year, it was mm-hmm. kind of like that. But Larson actually made the pass, probably yeah. hit the wall. But yeah, they weren't able <sighs> to pass in a lot of spots. But I don't think it was as bad as Kansas. Yeah, like it was still bad, like on track, like racing because they couldn't really do much. However, mm-hmm. the strategy made up for it. It was interesting. We did not know who was going to win Sunday's race for the final no. lap. Um, and I love that. That was so good. And really, fuel mileage races, we they are more likely to happen without stages, but I saw someone tweet that the first ever stage race was a fuel mileage race, the Daytona 500 in 2017, and I was like, yeah, right. huh. I, I mean, really, at that point, it's all about just catching the caution at the right time. Yeah. Because it's, like, less likely that there's someone that's going to be like, no, we can do this on one less stop. Like, we have the whole race to try to do this. Right. Well, yeah. William Byron and Hamlin end up running out of gas, which put mm-hmm. Kyle Busch in the lead at the end. Yeah, um, and I, I thought Kyle about picking pitting, William Byron. Kyle pitted, what, a lap after Hamlin did? So he had one extra lap of fuel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I Man, the- it was just so interesting. The moment of the race where it's like Kyle Busch got let go to run, like 
Because they were all like, it reminded me of an IndyCar race or something where they're they're all just like in a line, chilling, trying to save mm-hmm. fuel. And then Kyle Busch just took off. And then Hamlin's like, well, I got to go because he's going to beat me. So, yep. That's that. Oh, that was good. That was good. More strategy, and, please. NBC did a really good job explaining fuel mileage and who was like, gonna, who was in what position, this and that. Really good job at it. I, Steve Latart, I, Steve Latart proves to me why we need a crew chief in the booth. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's just like, we don't get that at Fox at all. I know Larry's there, but he doesn't provide the same kind of like, like Steve Latart mm-hmm. was there in the garage 2014. Um, right. But even Jeff Burton, Dale Jr., they, what really helps the NBC broadcast is like, they make sure Rick Allen is not even talking that much. Like, Jeff, Steve and Dale, they have so much to say. And it's yeah. all good information. They I like they actually talk about the races. They bring up stuff that I was not thinking of, which is the point of commentary to bring stuff yep. to, to attention that's not obvious. That right? Yep. It's not obvious. Mm-hmm. Fox fails to do that from what I've well, seen. Most if, of Fox, if Fox would have done this race, they would have had Clint Boyer making a joke about, oh, let's just go to a gas station. Jeff Gordon would be laughing. Mike Joy would be like, yeah. oh, you know that little fake William Byron's still leading. Like, <laughs> like they didn't talk about William Byron because we knew, like, okay, yeah, he's probably going to run out of fuel. Right. Um, Fox would have had the camera on Byron the whole time, probably. They been like, they, oh, he's out of gas. Oh my god! It's like we knew that was going to happen. But they see, so right. They made the entire like last thirty laps actually interesting to watch and listen to. Um, that they just do such a good job of covering races. It, they talk about yeah. the race. I I mean, they do what commentary is supposed to be like. I don't know how else to describe mm-hmm. it. So I I. I really enjoyed that. That's one thing I wanted to mention here. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. Um, um, this was the first top five for 2311 racing and Bubba Wallace in, the, in that car. Yeah, that's a um, big deal. Big deal. And, you know, they were one of the cars who were good on fuel, I believe. So, like, if everyone would have ran out, they would have got, I believe, second because Kozlowski was the first car good on fuel. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, really good day yeah, for there them. There's so many different strategies. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Like Kozlowski's own little strategy that, like, I mean, I guess they were hoping for a caution or something. Um, yeah, he was out there for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah. It was just so much fun to watch. And, you know, 2311, they really needed that. They've kind of struggled all year. First top 10 and first top five, I believe. So, yeah. Oh, they didn't have a top 10 yet? Wow. I don't think so. Yeah, the top 10 from Pocono was kind of wild. And Kyle Larson ended up, like, still getting a second-place finish because he was kind of mm-hmm. – I mean, he started in the back, had a backup car from the Saturday crash. He mm-hmm. ran, like, kind of, like, middle front packish, Um, But then stage three, he finally got up in the top 10. Luckily, they saved enough fuel. Um, I noticed that, like, mm-hmm. they, they never sent Larson off to, like, try to go for the win. They always kept him, like, trying to save fuel. So – right. That was good. I was happy to get a second place finish again. Um, he's finished first or second in like every race except Saturday, but he even still, he got ninth. Um, right. Which if we had like a normal championship, I would have been like, okay, actually ninth, I'll take it. Like, <laughs> right, right. Been wor- if it happened in turn two, it would have been, it would have sucked. Um, yeah. So 
what's weird to me is that Pocono just had the best 550 race of the year, in my opinion. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Like, because I just, last Jeff, week, last week you and I were like, "Oh, Pocono's probably gonna suck. Good luck enjoying it, whatever." But this was like, I really enjoyed race two a lot. Yeah, like I remember in 2019, the Pocono races were complete ass, and maybe it has something mm-hmm. to do with these Pocono races being shorter. I don't know. It mm-hmm. could be because I think it like I don't know. Anyways, um, yeah, no, like the. It, like it wasn't necessarily the on track action, but some of it did. Like, mm-hmm. I because they had to save fuel, the on track action kind of got interesting. And um, right. I don't know. I need to go back and watch the race. I feel like I don't remember anything that happened except until stage three, because that's just how that's just how my brain works with NASCAR now. Do you think it has to do like the enjoyment of it had to do with it being a double header, like being back to back? This was the second year they've done that with Pocono. I was only really intrigued in Sunday because I was mad about what happened to Kyle on Saturday. Right. Um, so that's actually kind of cool because then it's like you go into Sunday. This can happen to like any drivers. I mean, like, mm-hmm. um, did Will Power? He lost. Yeah, he lost day one of Detroit. So then day mm-hmm. two, I was thinking like, okay, Will Power, he's got he's got something he he's got something he lost yesterday. You know, like. There's right. so much potential for those kinds of storylines. Um, sure. I don't. I don't know if it really mattered in terms of my enjoyment of the event. And right. I think it's cool that we have a double header here at Pocono. Um, like IndyCar had one at Detroit for like ever. Still has it. Um, mm-hmm. Not forever, but like it feels like forever. It's been a while they've had it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just kind of. I'm wondering if any more tracks will get any. I think it only really happened with Pocono mm-hmm. because both their dates were so close together. Right. Like Pocono, it was like one was in like late June and then like early August. So they're basically like one month apart. It's like, weren't we just here? Like when they would do that. It was I like, like six weeks apart. More personally, but yeah, I, I like it a lot more. It's like, okay. We got Pocono done and out of the way, and I actually enjoyed it because it was more condensed. I think they made the races better, too, because it wasn't so long, mm-hmm. which we talked about last week with Nashville. Um, but the TV ratings, I don't know if we're going to have this next year. They were not good. They came out today. Um, the Saturday race was the lowest TV ratings for NASCAR Cup since 2000. So the I don't Saturday know race? stick around, because last year, Kansas... Mm-hmm. Mm. The... Kansas midweek race last year was the lowest ever since 2000. Um, but now it's this one, the Pocono Saturday race. SRX only had like 300,000 less viewers, which is like a, that's a brand new series. So that's not great exactly. But so I don't, I doubt we'll get more of them by any means. But yeah, the thing about... I mean, really, it only exists just so Pocono can still have two races. Um, that seems like the case, yeah. Yeah, the thing about, like... Because uh, it's Pocono privately owned still? I believe so, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, it's kind of like Dover. Where yeah, it's Dover. Like mm-hmm. um, shoot, what was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah, it's like, honestly, having two cup races on the same weekend is kind of pointless. I'll just say that right now, because it's just like, 
you know, once you watch it on Saturday, you're like, I mean, I just watched this. Like, I, I, mean, I mm-hmm. guess I'll watch it again. But, you know, that's why I think the only other double header I would want, and I said this on Twitter, um, well, number one, it'd be with two different track layouts. I want Cup Series on the IMS road course on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then you run the Brickyard 400 on the Oval on Sunday. Somehow have IndyCar and Xfinity there. I don't know how long it takes to transfer the Oval to the road course, vice mm-hmm. versa. Um, also, me and Alex were like, there might be some kind of tradition where like IndyCar, they're not, like they can't race at Indianapolis on a Sunday if it's not the 500. Because mm-hmm. we noticed last year for the Harvest GP races, they raced on Friday and Saturday. So, Which was the know. most random thing yeah. ever. It could have been an NBC thing, Sunday. but... I doubt it. True. So, um, that, that's a that's a really good idea. I think if we're gonna have more double headers, I'd rather be with NASCAR and IndyCar rather than two NASCAR cup yeah. races. I agree. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I in terms of Indy, I think last year's Indy double header was perfect. Like, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need Cup on that road course because it's not the most interesting road course in the world. If I'm mm-hmm. honest, like it is, I mean, it's cool. And I think it probably would be a better race. That's why I still like want it. I want both. I want, you know, I want them to run uh-huh. the road course and the oval, but yeah, you can't get that. And I just think the Brickyard 400, it, it was one of the big races, even in my childhood. Um, mm-hmm. Like I just thought it was such a different week like it was the for me it was the first weekend that espn took over it was it had the it had a unique schedule like you had two practices on friday you qualified saturday morning and then final practice was later that day um bush series nationwide series is at irp that night Um, so that was cool i missed that i missed that and then the brickyard 400 is sunday the brickyard Mm -hmm. 400 i there's nothing like the Brickyard 400. I'm just saying. What I used to suggest, or I still suggest, was put the Brickyard 400 on the Oval at the start of May, like very early in May, before like the and the Indy 500 at the end of the month, and then in August when they do the Harvest GP, do the NASCAR and IndyCar on the road course. Yeah, that's kind of what I think they should do, but I don't think NASCAR would want to be an opener to the Indy 500. I doubt they'd be interested. I don't really like that either. It just, I think I, I think we talked about it before and I was just like, eh. Yeah, we have. Yeah. I think it'd be better for Indy itself, the TVs, because at that point in the season, it would still be Fox for yeah NASCAR at that point. So probably mm-hmm. wouldn't work, but uh-huh. I don't know. Um, also, I forgot to mention this, but back, Alex, back in our day, we had 500 mile uh-huh. races at Pocono twice a year oh my god like that's insane like when stage three started that would have been like halfway no it was like when 30 laps to go when like the fuel mileage stuff Mm -hmm. was starting to talk i was just thinking to myself i was like 10 years ago we'd be halfway all right we're back after computer problems but we're back um as always for this week's lgbt highlight um so alex what do you have for us so this week we're talking about Abby Eaton. She's the 2014 Mazda Super Cup champion. We have a LGBT champion. How about champion, that? and it's not me. <laughs> um, her Wikipedia says she has 25 British GT wins, but uh, 
that doesn't appear to be accurate. I couldn't find an exact number, but she does have multiple wins in that series. And she has 38 podiums. Mm-hmm. And she actually made her W series debut this past weekend in Styria, which was like a a co-series, like the Xfinity series, kind of, not yeah. really, sort of, with the F1 series. Right. But yeah, she's like partnered with all the like Racing Pride and all those. And she's like worked on some TV shows over in the UK as like a test driver. So she's pretty accomplished over in the United Kingdom. That's awesome. Another champion LGBT driver. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Wait, so she's um is she lesbian? I believe so. Okay. Okay. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Apparently she just came out because she like didn't make a big deal out of it. Someone like accused her of being homophobic or something for I don't know why. But then she's like, I'm literally gay. Bitch, I'm gay. <laughs> so it was it was kind of funny reading that. Does she got a girlfriend yeah. right now? I don't know. Mm. Maybe she does. Abby Eaton. Okay, I'll keep I'll keep her in mind. I haven't watched the W Series race yet. Yeah, that's the series like Jamie Chadwick's in. You always see her in the commercials. In those commercials, yeah. Yeah, that's where that's where she's from too. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. We, well, I, we had I, a lot of racing this weekend. Yeah, hmm? we did. Um, I was just going to mention how you. Thank you for like finding all these oh. race car drivers that are gay that have raced one, won championships. Um, yeah, that's awesome. This was it was a really cool learning experience finding out that we have um, LGBT winners, champions all across the world. Yeah, you gotta dig for um, it. And but I this was hard to find. There's very minimal information out there, um, mainly because a lot of people aren't out which is mm-hmm. unfortunate. But, you know, there are champions or are winners out there who are LGBT, and it's really yeah. cool to know that people like us who are also race car drivers that are successful. Yeah, we need more really y'all drivers to come out so we can do this yeah. next year. <laughs> <laughs> if you're comfortable, please. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. But yeah, LGBT highlight was a lot of fun to mm-hmm. do some research on this past month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but yeah, we did have a lot of racing this weekend. Um, no yep. IndyCar, but we had SRX, of course. Um, Formula One at Austria, or well, Styrian Grand Prix, but at Austria. And then Amazon mm-hmm. was at Watkins Glen for their six-hour race. They were. Um, I guess I'll start with IMSA real quick, because I was enjoying watching it on Sunday. It's just like every time IMSA's on, something else is on, and it's hard to pay attention right. to the IMSA race. It, it's just so annoying. Um, who even won? It was the Mazda. Yeah, I had the... I had the IMSA race on, like, before the Xfinity race came on. And after that, I got really distracted. I, like, I couldn't keep up. Um, it was a... From what I could... From what I watched, it was really exciting. Like, all the DPIs were, like, pretty wide at one point for the lead. There were like, four oh wide God, at always, one point with very exciting. Traffic. Yeah, like lap traffic at Watkins Glen, yeah. it gets really hairy because they're all going so fast. It's like the fastest track they go to, Watkins Glen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have much to say about it. I only watched for yeah. an hour or two, but um, I love Watkins Glen. I love that track so much. I can't wait for NASCAR to go back there in a few weeks. I just too. love IMSA so. because like, then even the analysts there, they have so much to say. 
Like it reminds me a mm-hmm. lot of like the NASCAR and NBC broadcast, but they're able to do it for such a sustained long period of time. It's really impressive. Right. Like it's not that much downtime. So that's fun. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, besides that, like it was kind of a fuel mileage race at the end. It was, I believe it was the 55 Mazda in front of the number 60 Acura of um, whatever the fuck was in it. Olivia Pla, Olivia Pla or something. Um, hmm. I think his name, it looks like Oliver, but it's like, I don't know. Everyone on that broadcast has a weird accent, so I don't really, <laughs> you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Enzo was cool. Um, they only have one big, wait, where did the 48 team finish? Because Jimmy Johnson was in that race. I don't know right. Um, I don't believe they were like one of the cars racing for the win or anything. Um. Oh yeah, it was Kimi Kobayashi, Simon Pagenaud, and Jimmy Johnson once again in that car. They didn't. And do as, the, they didn't do as good this. They're week. the main reason I watch IMSA whenever I watch. But yeah, they weren't as competitive as they had been. Still, really fun to watch that though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay, they got fifth out of six. Hmm. And I think the wait, yeah. Okay. Well, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, and then uh see what's should we talk about F1 or SRX? Next. Oh, Alex. Hello? Yeah. Oh, are yes. you there? Did you hear me? Yeah. No. Oh. No. <laughs> what the SR should we talk about SRX or F1 next? Oh, uh, let's talk about SRX. Okay, I got a lot to say about this one motherfucker. <laughs> like, listen, um, so while Paul Tracy was crashing into everything Saturday, I had the great idea to mm-hmm. tweet that because they had a segment about Paul Tracy. They're like, they there did. are two sides to Paul Tracy on the track. He's like this off the track. He's like this. And I was just like, my clever self was like, you know what? The two sides of Paul Tracy are when he's on the track, he's over aggressive. And when he's off the track, he wants to suck toes because if y'all don't get it, um it was like was it last year or something during indie practice mm-hmm. or it might have been this year i don't remember Dan- he was like throwing it to danica or something and he was like nice shoes danica and that's just creepy that's just weird yeah I'm sorry that's just weird y'all are literally on the air in a professional environment i feel like i feel like at this point he's just doing it because he knows it riles people up and he, he finds that in funny so, he also used an ableist slur on Twitter, and NPC just didn't give a fuck, I guess. So, whatever. Um, but, what was I going to say? No, but so I tweeted that, and I was like, okay, cool. And, they, you know, it popped off. It is what it is. Um, uh-huh. A few days later, Tommy Kendall, who's, um, you know who Tommy Kendall is, right? He's like some kind of, um, yeah. is it Trans Am? Is that what he wanted or something? Or you said, he's some American, like, accomplished race mm-hmm. car driver i know who he yeah. is like i've seen him on tv like in terms of uh-huh. like being a broadcaster i've seen him um i think it's trans am he liked my tweet he retweeted my tweet and i feel like <laughs> that's the way paul tracy got to actually see my tweet um yeah i feel course, like that's how he might have sent it to him or something who knows he, he has me blocked on twitter because i called him out for using the r word like it wasn't even rude either um paul tracy yeah he has me blocked on Twitter. I think Twitter. Paul Tracy deleted his account. 
Oh, really? I don't think he's on there anymore. <laughs> oh, well, okay. <laughs> that that explains it. He blocked me before he deleted, though. I want people to know that. Mm. Um, so yesterday, he posted a story with the screenshot of my tweet, and it was like, thanks for the support, Zach. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, and then today, just literally five minutes ago, I found out about this. He posted it on his feed, like his actual like an Instagram post. I don't even want to check the comments because well, I the got comments my, are probably really bad. I got my rainbow flag in my name. <laughs> God, can he just call me an F word so I can get him fired, please? Like, is it that hard? Oh, Come no. On. But like, regarding the regarding the actual race, yes, yeah, yeah. race, he was hitting everyone. Everyone he was him. like. It's really funny. Like, this is just kind of the Everyone Hates Paul Tracy series, and I'm here for it. It's yeah. It's funny. Like, did I stutter? <laughs> I didn't lie. I said he likes, he's over-aggressive, and he likes sucking toes. He seemed to agree with you. So. Yeah. Shamelessly agreed with me, which, cool. That doesn't change the fact that you costed Ray Everham, like, all this work to do this week. Damn. I'm not the one that's really mad at you. Mm-hmm. Damn. Like, and he's out, and now he's out here bullying me. This Indianapolis 500 runner-up, runner-up is bullying me. Come on, bro. Get a job. Oh, my God. He does have a job, unfortunately. Yeah, it's harassing Danica Patrick. Jesus. Um, Regarding the actual race, uh, Tony Stewart was, like, put on a clinic. At, yeah. this, at his own track, Eldora. I, he's the only person that knows how to dirt race in here, apparently. Um, I re- did you? How much of SRX did you watch? Did you watch the whole thing this week? I didn't pay attention that much. Okay. I well, the r- race for the win between he and the local driver Cody Swanson mm-hmm. was so much fun to watch. Cody I'm, Swanson's okay, like a USAC champion. Um, the race for Finch was so good. Yeah, I um, I thought Swanson could have played it better. I thought he wasn't being aggressive enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not a race car driver, um, so, you know, I don't know what it takes, but I right. was just like, he could have at least tried to slide it, right? I think he was trying. I think Tony would just had the better line. He had the yeah. preferred line. He, yeah, that's true. Um, I want to talk about the broadcast real quick. Uh, Alan Bestwick and James Hinchcliffe is probably the best pairing in the booth we've had in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, CBS struck gold with that and I know they're like oh we don't have interest in IndyCar NASCAR if they change their mind or if there's any please change your mind truth to the rumor from a few months ago they need to think about this because they have the best pairing yeah. of anything right now but people want Jenna Fryer says she wants James in the NASCAR booth and I'm just like what? <laughs> like he, he would do good, but he never raced in NASCAR. So That's the thing. We don't need well people that do. don't race in NASCAR to cover NASCAR. That's like, mm-hmm. I don't, like, I don't want Dale Jr. covering an IndyCar race. I don't care if he's like driven, you know. It, that'd cars. be like when Rusty Wallace was in the booth for the Indy 500 and he called it the Daytona 500. Yeah. Remember that one? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, we've been there before. We don't need to do that. There's also plenty mm-hmm. of good NASCAR commentators that can like we already have a good nascar booth for nbc in my opinion so i agree so i mean I mean, changes could be made in the indycar one as we touched on so yeah um paul no, i'm coming James for Hinchcliffe. you paul tracy 
James Hinchcliffe did so good. Like, and then they talked to Tony while he was racing. That, that was, was crazy. That Tony, was awesome. got, Tony has nothing better to do. Yeah, Tony gave him permission. Like, yeah, you guys can call me whenever. Yeah, I'm sure. He's just like, hey guys, what's up? And he's in a race. Like, that's awesome. I love that's that. that's a first number one. Yeah, um, that's so funny. That is so funny. Oh my gosh. He was like, hang on a second, I'm making a pass. <laughs> then he makes it. That was awesome. That was. Just I want crazy. more of that. Like that. Uh, someone Tony needs to teach these boys how to dirt race. I mean, that's our last dirt race in XRX, but they, he needs to teach some boys how to dirt race. He needs to have a school, a dirt racing school. All right, <laughs> boys. I want this to be a little bit challenging for me now. Mm-hmm. Haley Deacon gave him a run last week. That's true. He needs to get get Haley Deacon in there every week or something. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if because if you think about it, it's a bunch of IndyCar drivers and NASCAR drivers, and um, mm-hmm. like they don't have dirt experience. Like, fuck, kind of no. unfair. Like, <laughs> but but no, it, it's really fun. It's like I've said the past two weeks, SRX has been blown my expectations out of water. Um, it's not Tony Stewart just outright dominating either. Like he is dominating, yeah, but it's not like he's laughing. It's still a good field. race. Like, yeah, it's still Tony a good Swanson race. Gave exactly. him a run. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else on SRX? Um, I don't think so. I'm trying to remember anything else that happened in the race. I know that again, it was just a lot of issues with you know him mm-hmm. and a lot of wrecks and stuff, but it wasn't you, that bad. You did miss Brad Doherty in the tractor. That was very funny. Yeah. They're like Alan Bestrick's like, let's go to Brad, and Brad's just hold on, Alan. He's driving a tractor. I'm- <laughs> then he gets out okay alan i'm ready it was really funny jesus there's a pic of him and alan like standing next to each other that's <laughs> going around on um, twitter and stuff it's really funny um God, so then formula tall. formula one um i kept falling asleep during this race i had just woken up i had a very long day today prior so i was like i couldn't say it yeah this but, race was a bit of a snoozer which that's fine yeah. because we've had some good f1 races lately um right some races are just like that um um for stappen and the bleeding from lap one to the checkered flag yeah the most interesting thing about the front positions was sergio perez they had a pit issue and that ultimately gave up the third place mm-hmm. so that sucks for them um mm-hmm. i mean it doesn't really suck for them because they still have the constructors lead but um botas I have to say, Valtteri getting a podium. It's mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I I, I want to say it's the bare minimum, but in terms of like having the second best car, or uh, mm-hmm. like the second best team, I think beating Sergio, like not making mistakes, um, that's good. That's good for Valtteri. I'm glad he did that. And then Lando Norris didn't didn't he finish fifth? I'm pretty sure. I was. Yeah. Yeah, I think he finished fifth. So, um, that was Lando. If McLaren, like, I feel like my vibe is for next the next gen of F one cars that comes out next year. I feel like McLaren mm-hmm. is going to hit hit on something because they've only been going up, it, right? From since I've been watching, at least. I was telling Kate actually um, that if Lando was like in a Red Bull or a Mercedes, he'd probably be very competitive right now he's like, like driver he's, of the year like he's always where he should yeah. be running mm-hmm. 
I would say he's easily the best, like best of the rest right now. Like there's not even a doubt about it. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. Like he's been having a really good season. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let me pull up the standings actually. Cause I don't know. I need to start pulling the stuff up before we record. Um, yeah, he's like fourth in points. He's ahead of Valtteri. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. Dang. Both yeah, of Ferraris. Valtteri had a couple of races with no points, and Lando's gotten points every race. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's been hella consistent. Oh my god. Yeah, he's very good. Like, like you said, if McLaren can find something for the next era of cars, like that. He could really be a champion one day, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's kind of resetting. It's a level playing field, I would think. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. we could see, what other team? We could see, like, Renault or Alpine, like, you know, mm-hmm. they might become the best team or something. Like, that's all I would think. I, I don't know. Um, right. It might be like IndyCar, where the parody is really good for, like, at least a while. That'd be awesome. Um, I doubt it, but you know, we'll see. Where is yeah. the race results? Why do they not? Oh, oh, okay. Racing series. Can y'all make it easy to find number one point standings in Dikar and then F one your your race results? It's it's not that hard. It's really not that hard. It shouldn't take me like two minutes. Okay, right. Lando finished fourth. Carlos, Charles, Lance. Fernando Alonso got ninth, and then Yuki Sonoda. We have not talked about Yuki a lot, but mm-hmm. when he doesn't make a mistake, um, he's had a few races with mistakes, but he's really brought up the pace. I think Alpha Alpha Tori too. They have a really good yeah, car. Alpha Tori is great. Alpha Tori is pretty good this year. Pierre has been like top six or so quite a lot. When he doesn't, I, Pierre, he has so many races where he like DNFs. I feel like or has an issue. Mm-hmm. I wish they would get that sorted out. Um, like lap one right. crash crash issue for him Sunday, so that yeah. sucks. Poor Pierre. Um, wasn't a good weekend for my drivers. Uh, no, <laughs> gosh, because I guess Pierre is my favorite. I don't really know. Um, mm-hmm. But another, but in terms of the Red Bull versus Mercedes, Max versus Lewis, it's clearly Max Verstappen's championship. Like, I mean, we've been yeah, saying how the tides have changed. Yeah. We say it every week that it's like, okay, this Max is the favorites, but like we've had a few races now where it's been like mm-hmm. that. So now I feel like the hands have actually changed. And I wonder, because apparently Mercedes is not developing their car anymore this year. I wonder if like Mercedes is um Yeah. I wonder if they're, like, trying to conserve their resources, like, their money for, like, developing the next car. Right. Like, playing But it's like, game. you would think, you would think they'd still want to win the championship. I mean, that's still it's a lot like, of money. Like, if they're just not developing it, that just, to me, says they're just giving up. You know? Yeah. And, I mean, like, they almost are so close to sweeping this era of F1 car. Yeah. It'd be it'd be really cool if Red Bull steals it from them last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the constructors' championship seems out of reach now, but like, there's still a long way to go. But you you Red think it's out of way is ahead it, now? Are they? Red Bull is like a whole race ahead, but because of because Perez yeah. won that race, and then neither Valtteri Lewis or Max was in the points, 
that alone is yeah, that's twenty five points. Yeah, yeah, a lot's gonna have to happen. Mm-hmm. Like I think Mercedes, if they finished like one and two, and mm-hmm. Red Bull got no points, Red Bull would still be leading. So yeah, you're right. It is a whole race ahead. Wow, it's crazy. That I mean, that's why we watch. You never know yep. what's gonna happen. Um, that's why even with races like the F one race, it's uh. You still want to watch because it matters still. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, are you ready to move on to our race pick, Zach? Yes. You sounded roboty, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Can you hear me? Uh, Hello? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I hear you. Mid-Ohio for IndyCar. Is that mm-hmm. what we're doing first or we're doing NASCAR first? We can do IndyCar first. Okay. Sure. sure. That's the one I... Um. By the way... I'm so mad mm-hmm. we're not going to Daytona this weekend. I didn't forget Steve O'Donnell. I didn't forget. <laughs> Fourth of July at fucking Road America. Like, I give a fuck. I mean, cool. I mean, it is called Road America. I know, but... Oh, man, July 4th at Daytona. You can't top it. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Can't. That was my favorite race of the year. I liked it more than the Daytona 500. Don't ask me why. Um, it was always a good race. I always liked the July one more too. It's just the atmosphere was different. The paint schemes, it was just fire. Mm-hmm. It was just fire, man. But anyways, IndyCar Mid Ohio. So we have a double header on Sunday in terms of IndyCar and NASCAR. Um, not yep. at the same track, but um, which they easily could have. They just swapped some of their races around because yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think I have my pick for Mid Ohio. It was a little tricky to come up with because it's just I like, do too. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, one, two, three. Alex Colton Pillow. Herta. Okay, I almost picked Colton Herta, but I wanted to do something different. Um, Colton is the reigning winner of this race. So right, um, Ganassi they finished like one two uh, in 2019. I remember that race a lot. So. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I just think Polo's got a lot going for him right now. I think he'll go back to. Oh, I agree. So Polo's Polo. a really good pick, and you know, don't count out Joseph Newgarden. There's you, you can't do that. Yeah, I'm just not going to pick been, him right now. I, no, I, don't, I agree. I, I don't feel like it. <laughs> I don't feel like Joseph him. has been the best car in the last two races. Probably could have won the last two races. So I would say yeah. he'd also be a good pick. And also Pato Award if they can get something situated. Mm-hmm. As always, yeah. IndyCar, anyone can win. So Yeah, Joseph, he finished second in um, one of the mid-Ohio races here last year because they had a doubleheader. So mm-hmm. he finished second in the one that will power one. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. NASCAR at Road America. I did not think about this, actually. Yeah. Okay, I haven't. I didn't really either, but... Can't be, how yeah, hard can I think it be? I... I think I know I'll go with. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one, Chase Elliott. Joey Logano. This is our Coda picks. Same... Yeah, this is our same picks as Coda. This is our Coda picks. <laughs> Bro, we had the same logic. Yeah, Listen, so I'm just saying I, I wouldn't... Hendricks mm-hmm. had a really they obviously I think their streak continues. If it wasn't gonna be Chase Elliott, I was gonna say Martin Truex. <laughs> because <laughs> makes sense it's hey it's hendrick or gibbs his hendrick or gibbs mm-hmm. at this point so um honestly i almost picked ryan blaney 
So, I uh, went with Joey Logano. Same reason I had Akota. He's just one of the more consistent drivers on the courses. Yeah. He is consistent. Like, if something happens to Elliot, like, you know, Logano yeah. will probably beat him. So, um, and yeah. And also, Kyle Larson's going to be up there. So. Yeah, I didn't feel like picking him, though. By the way, um, I picked Kyle Busch to win. I almost, number one, I almost swept the actual picks for Sunday. or for You NASCAR. almost did, yeah. If Larson would have won, I would have literally predicted it, which I'm so smart. Um, but in the last six NASCAR races, including the All-Star race, I've won. I've actually gotten the mm-hmm. actual win four out of six times. And only two of them yeah. were Larson. Only two of them were Larson. Because I got Kyle Busch at a, you know, Pocono, and then I got a, I got Chase Elliott at Coda, I think. So, yeah, I'm on a roll in NASCAR. I, it's not like I've been slouching either. My guy's yeah, always like second, right behind your guy. Right, you're lucky. It's crazy, our picks you're, are always race for the win. You're lucky. Harvick literally finished one position in front of Larson. I know on Saturday. So, um, I mean that's... Our, that's crazy. Our race pick points for NASCAR now, it's Zach 18 and I have 10. So you have an eight-point lead. Yeah. I so, have, like, five overall wins. Like Yeah, you have a lot of wins. Like, 15 of my points are because of the wins. And mm-hmm. then only three t- – like, more often than not, I pick the winner than just beating you. Yeah. Which is kind of insane. This game is so fun. Very lucky. It's very I, fun. I love it. Do you have wins this year? Like win wins. I don't remember. I might have. I don't remember. I think you have one. I think you picked. Um. I have to go back and look. I feel like you did, or maybe not. Maybe you've just been more consistent. But there's been mm-hmm. more than thirteen NASCAR races. How does that work? Wait. Five, ten. No, maybe, maybe you haven't. But I feel like you mm-hmm. did. Oh well. I'm not sure. I can look it up for next week if you'd like. <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah. Well, you got to get some wins, bro. Catch up. <laughs> I know. You're kicking my ass right now. I this am. There's winning, winning, winning. Hey, you still got IndyCar, though. We're really close I, in IndyCar. Yeah, IndyCar, we are tired. It's we have crazy. Been tied for a while now. I think it's going to come down to the wire. Imagine, though, in like one of these series, what if it's like it comes down to um, like literally just comes down to the final race? Like, if it's yeah. um, we're tied going into the last race, that'd be crazy. Oh, that'd be so funny! I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah, I don't know how we're gonna do it for NASCAR. I guess we'll just pick the. Do you think we're just gonna pick the champion again, and that counts for the final Probably. race? Probably, because that's like, basically who's gonna win anyway, more than likely. But that's like, I'm thinking we could do it like we pick the the order the four finish in, and it's like if you get all four right, you get like. Maybe five points. That'd be that, cool. That's a way. That's how NASCAR <laughs> would do it. That's how NASCAR. That's how it. they would do it. <laughs> that's how NASCAR would do our fantasy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you get a point for every position you get right, and then if you get all four Ooh, of them right, yeah, I like if, that. If you yeah. get all four of them right, then you get the you just get five points. Yeah, okay, we'll do. That. I like that. We'll right. do that. Okay, I'm smart. Since NASCAR doesn't have an actual fucking championship. Um, <laughs> Because you can't really pick race winners at Phoenix anyway, because it's just like you know one of the championship four is going to win. So yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, all right. Well, that's today's episode. Thank you again, Kate. Um, yeah. For 
joining. Um, thank you, Paul Tracy, for the shout out on your Instagram. And <laughs> um, do you have anything else, Alex? Um, yeah, thanks for listening during Pride Month. I had a lot of fun with LGBT yeah. highlight as we talked about earlier. Um, yeah. This is the last episode of Pride Month. So, mm-hmm. yeah, until next year. Yeah, stop being <laughs> gay. <laughs> Save it for yeah, next no year. Stop it. That's enough. <laughs> All right, y'all, take care. Enjoy the races this weekend. Um, if you're doing anything for 4th of July, be safe and have fun, I guess. Um, yep. Peace out. Goodbye. Goodbye.